Well, hey there, Woodside family. Welcome to another edition of The Link and a special welcome to all of our friends who enjoy watching uh, these programs. Here we live at the intersection of faith and culture, and we want to talk about the big events that are happening in all of our lives through the lens of scripture. Today, I want to have a really important conversation about joy. Now, if you watched last week's episode, you know we spent a lot of time talking about the heavinesses of life. Let's be honest, this has been a tough year. There's been a lot of stress and angst. We're not gonna talk about any of that today. Today, we're gonna talk about the importance of laughter and joy. So get your popcorn, sit back and relax. I've brought a couple of good friends to join me for this conversation. First off, the man, the myth, the legend, Pastor Dave Anderson. Pastor Dave and his awesome wife, Mary, have been around Woodside for many years. He's uh, served in several capacities, uh, obviously was a senior pastor before Pastor Doug. He currently oversees Faithful Friends, served as a missionary uh, in between those stints as well. And we appreciate you so much. Hey, Pastor Dave. Thank you. What a delight to be here with you. It's good to be with you as well. And then our lead student pastor at our Troy campus and also overseeing Central students as well, Joe Crabb. I don't know how you have uh, any time left for these type of recordings. You don't get paid for this at all. So yeah. all of this is just I free. heard that Pastor Dave was going to be here, and I was I can't say no. It's I can say no to you all the time. <laughs> he didn't come for me. It's Joe Crabb. Joe Crabb, folks. Good to be here. Uh, it is good to have you both here. And so let's just talk about it. Pastor Dave, you know, a lot of people see laughter as a luxury Joy is something that, hey, if you get it, it's great, but it's not really a part of the Christian life. So let's start. What does the Bible say about joy? Well, I'm glad you asked the question because I came prepared to share the answer. Uh, I think it's so important that we take the inside first, and then we'll spend some time on the outside. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, yeah. joy, and all the other things. But uh, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help produce love, but it's also to help produce joy in the life of the believer. Now, you have with that a second thing, and that is that we can grieve the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians 4. And if you grieve the Holy Spirit, you are grieving the one whose ministry is to give you joy. And you make the Holy Spirit unhappy, how are you going to have joy with an unhappy Holy Spirit? Yeah. And I think that there are some Christians who never reach joy because they have an unhappy Holy Spirit in yeah. their life. Well, the answer to all that, of course, is Psalm 51, David's, uh, David's Psalm, where he says to God, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Yes. He didn't lose his salvation, but he did lose the joy because of the sin in his life. And so I think we have to go back and we start uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in our heart and out of our hearts come this joy produced by the Holy Spirit himself. That is really, yeah, I wanna come back to that. I'm gonna to go to you, Joe, for a moment because you're a pastor, you're a parent, a lot of responsibilities. So where do you find joy? Because this has to be more than just a Bible sermon, it has to be real life. So where do you find joy? Yeah, 
over the years, it has been, you know, needing to learn, you know, how God has created me, gifted me uh, in such a way to what is it that I take joy in and see it as, again, as a gift from him to be able to do so. And, you know, over that time, as you said, becoming, uh, you know, being a pastor, being a dad, it's, it's funny to see how those things have shifted and some perspective I've had through it. And, you know, in ministry, one of the greatest joys I, I find is when students start to get it, whatever it might be, whatever it, it's grasping to understand that God, what God is doing in and through their lives, um, you know, of who God is. As a parent, you know, watching that with Virginia as she runs around, I take joy in the way that she giggles and laughs as well. Uh, and in, in just again, in the, the pure things that we're able to enjoy because they are a gift um, that God has given us through his creation. And so and there's a number of other things that I find joy in, but truly getting to that point of, uh, of enjoying the, the gift uh, that has been given to us by our creator. Yeah, I thought you were going to say hours and hours of TikTok. Yeah. It's going to be when you found joy, your you favorite know, there, YouTube comedians. Yeah, there are some things that are definitely worth laughing at uh, <laughs> out there, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. even even that, but in that degree of realizing, yeah, I, I do love art in its different forms, whether it's mu music or film and so on, right. and being able to take joy in that, not just in a way of binging something or wasting out, but saying, hey, what is it that God has created in me and wired with me and within me to enjoy these, these creative forms and so on? So sometimes that might be TikTok or, you know, cat fail videos and whatnot. But there's, <laughs> and other times it's, you know, walking through nature and yeah. great conversation with friends and the laughter of your child. So Watching the good Lions game. A lot of places. <laughs> a lot of places you can find joy. But, you know, it's interesting you bring up as a, as a parent, right? Because, uh, you know, I think pre-children, I kind of thought about parenting as uh, I need to be a provider. I need to be a protector. Obviously, the priest of my family. You're taught all these responsibilities. But I remember a dad pulling me aside when we uh, were having our first child and said to me, they need you to be their playmate, in, in particular early on. And, uh, and I've tried to do that. So when you see Chris Brooks at home, the at-home Chris Brooks, I'm going to roll around on the floor with my kids. We're going to run through the house, probably knock over things, get my wife mad. Uh, but we're going to try to laugh. We're going to try to have joy together because I do want my children to remember growing up in a joyful house. I think uh, all of us, again, are in ministry. I just hope my kids don't grow up thinking about just the heaviness and the responsibility. I want them to have joy. And I do want to say to parents, they need us to be their playmates, maybe more than uh, ever before in seasons like this. All right, I want to deal with two lies that we often fall prey to when it comes to joy. One of which, Pastor Dave, is this thought that the world tells us that joy just comes from material things. And you talked about, you know, the importance of inner uh, joy. But what do you say to the person who's been trying to get it through shopping sprees and buying all the toys and all those things? Yeah, the, the, those things won't do it because every one of those will either decay or rust. Yes. Uh, something will happen, die. Yes. If your joy is only in a person, that person may well die. So anything we put our joy in outside, uh, we're, we're going to lose it or we have the potential yeah. Of, then we lose our joy. Yeah. So uh, it's got to be from the inside and, and out. And I think, too, it's a matter of making a decision. Uh, when we were first married, uh, I figured 
uh, we weren't going to get a divorce. Okay. That was out of the question. Yeah. And I didn't know how long we were going to be married. Had no idea we'd be married this long, <laughs> but, but we are. Yeah. And we made a decision. We're going to enjoy yes. being married. Well, you, can go, you can go through life angry, yes. if that's your choice, yes. or upset, yes. or you can go through with joy. And so you find those things uh, that bring joy from the outside. And we yeah. found that in each other. So is it right to say then, Pastor Dave, that in part at least, joy is a choice that you have to make? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. I think you have to say, I will do whatever is necessary to, to produce joy yes. in my life and in the life of the people that I'm, that I'm with. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, Joe, but when I was being uh, trained for ministry, you know, um, or discipled as a Christian, all I saw were images or read stories about the serious Christian, right? And it almost made joy seem like it was a sin. Honestly, that, you know, joy was either a sin or, again, a luxury. I want to just debunk that lie. Is it okay for us to uh, strive for joy, to protect our joy, to do things that bring us joy that may not just be about um, a Bible study or a sermon you're about to preach? Yeah. Or yeah, 100%, and I, I appreciated what Pastor Dave was just sharing because that decision to choose joy, and, and he would say and agree as well, was not absent of suffering. Uh, it's not absent of any sort of hardship. You know, we see where you know, Christ says, I've come so you might have life and have life to its fullest, and yet you read later on where it also says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, he endured that suffering. And so I think the, the foundational need there is for us to see that right perspective of where our joy comes from, especially if we're looking to emulate Christ in any and all things. And it can oftentimes come from, things, again, it's circumstantial. It's based off of the way this person reacts or this job title I get or this affirmation I get from, from peers or likes or whatever. And then instead to see, you know, my joy doesn't come from those gifts, but from the giver of those gifts. It comes from our Heavenly Father. And if we take joy in who He is, then despite the circumstances that come surrounding those gifts or what may come of those gifts or the hardships that may come, you can truly find joy. And I think that in, for student pastors, people tend to put us more in the category of too much joy, too much silly, <laughs> and not enough sincere. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, for, as both for parents, for pastors, for brothers and sisters in Christ, especially as we are looking to model the gospel to those around us through our actions and attitudes, they need to see both. They do need to see sincerity um, in Christ, and they also need to see the joy that happens and the joy that happens in the midst of difficult circumstances, yeah. like what we have been enduring Absolutely. in this season. So. It's interesting. I love that you bring up uh, that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. It wasn't that uh, the Bible waters down the tough things that lie ahead, but the Bible says we can have joy even in the face of those things. And Pastor Dave, I love that you brought up that you and Mary made a choice to have joy in marriage. You know, a lot of this generation is opting out of marriage. Maybe you've seen your friends opt out of marriage. And you know, we can, you know, kind of pound the table and say, you know, marriage is honorable before the Lord, which is true. But we also need to match that with 
examples, living examples of the joy of marriage. And again, as I think about my kids in particular, a couple of things I wanted to walk away from our home with, and one is memories of a joyful marriage that uh, we had that. So again, hopefully you're taking notes at home. Uh, your parents, your, if your parents, your kids need you to be joyful, if you're married, your spouse needs you to be joyful, if you're single, you definitely should be joyful. All your money and time is yours. Uh, so you should have joy. Um, but I want to talk about laughter, Joe, and I'll come back to you on this one. Uh, we were talking before we started filming today about SNL after 9-11, did a little skit, is it okay to laugh or it's okay to laugh. Some people will say that, you know, hey, pandemic year, economic instability. So all of those things, is it okay to laugh? Yes, and please do. I think sometimes, I think sometimes for... Uh, you know, we're talking about this season in which there is so much difficulty that is going on from a pandemic to injustices of all sorts of kind in our nation, our world. And people ask, you know, when do you allow yourself to, again, laugh um, in this way and take joy, enjoy that in the midst of such hardship. And I think that it is that reminder. La laughter is that universal language. Fun is a universal language. There is solace in it. And I think as pastors, we've all learned to not take ourselves too seriously at times. Life and at times gravity has a way of humbling you, right? We, even the mighty people can take a stumble uh, and laugh at themselves. And so I think we need to because laugh laughter uh, helps keep us humble. It helps keep things in perspective. Um, or despite our situation, just to be able to sit, you know, in any seat that you might find yourself in and laugh with good friends um, will always, or with anybody, will, it binds people together. So, yes, we do need to laugh. And we need to be mindful of that. And sometimes what in the hecticness of our day and the heaviness of this season, we need to make sure that we are leaving space to laugh. So again, whatever it is that you find joy in or makes you laugh, maybe it's an old movie or, or something like that, maybe you need to, you know, turn, after you turn this off, you turn that on and spend some yeah. time together with friends or family, just laughing and enjoying your time. So. After you can turn this off. After you turn after this off, because there, there is some great content right here. Well, <laughs> I, I maybe shouldn't tell this story, but I think it is just... It, it Don't is, worry, no one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is descriptive. Uh, my, my wife was very, very ill a few years back. She had septic shock. And so it took a long time for her to gain her strength back. And uh, one day uh, she got out of bed and uh, slipped down onto the floor. She didn't fall. She used the bed to kind of come down. And I walked in. And the first thing she said, I'm okay. And I said, if you're okay, what are you laying on the floor for? <laughs> What she, what she meant is I didn't break anything. Yeah, yeah. But, and so we laughed. I mean, it wasn't, fun. it wasn't a funny situation, yeah, yeah. but we made it funny. Yeah. And funny now, funny. yeah, now whenever I ask her, how are you? She'll say, I'm okay. And we just look at each other and laugh. <laughs> because, yeah. You know, it's really interesting because uh, as I get older, it's harder mm -hmm. to have joy. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, cynicism sets in yep. and... You know, all of those things. Uh, so what's the secret, Pastor Dave, as you've gotten older, how have you maintained a joyful disposition? Because it's clear that you have. Well, you, you realize there are some things that will pass. Um, there are people who aggravate you. Yes. There are people who don't particularly like you or like your ministry or whatever. Uh, they will pass. Uh, but God is not going to pass. Yes. 
And uh, uh, Jesus said, and I think it's in Luke 6, 12, or right around there, he said, blessed are they who weep. And then he goes on to say, they will laugh. Wow. And then he, yes. yeah, you can weep, but you're going to laugh. And he yes. made a promise. Yeah. Laughter is a medicine. The Bible tells us that. Uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. The Bible reminds us of that. And I just, you know, I just think in the midst of all of this year, maybe we can take moments out to remember God's still good. You know, I think that sometimes uh, the, the dominant narrative can cause us to forget that there's also moments of celebration as we reflect on the fact that God has been good to us. And so I want to encourage that. I want to encourage us to have a joyful heart. You know, one of the things that I'm finding with, with our class or people of my age and older is they realize they're, they're closer to heaven yeah. and that the, all that we're going through is going to pass. And there's a joy. Well, at the end of the conversation often ends after talking about how, how difficult it's been, been closed in, uh, their homes and everything. They'll say, yes, but we've got heaven. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to get better. Yeah. And so that, that's, that joy comes, comes in. You know, Joe, I, every time I'm, you're with us, I want to think of uh, our young adults, our students that are watching. Any advice you want to give them on how to have joy? Because we think about it, it's just tough for us old guys. But the reality is it's tougher for younger uh, generations as well. So for the millennials, for the Gen Zs, the high school students that are listening right now, any advice on how to have joy? Yeah, a, a thousand percent. And I, I think it goes to a lot of what we have hit at here already in the heart of the conversation. And I know for myself, I, I would find myself in a season in that early 20s and so on, even younger, just doubting what my purpose was and really trying to find joy through all sorts of various things. And it was at the, the season of life and where God has continued to lead me even now and in which I have my foundation for who I am and all that I do is found in him. And when that is the hope that anchors your soul, there is, as Pastor A started this, that, that is tied to joy because it's tied to the Holy Spirit as we're looking to faithfully follow after God. And so, again, there are so many high school students, millennials and, and singles, and all, we're all pursuing something. But the foremost thing we need to pursue within those is how does this bring glory to God? If you are academically, athletically, relationally, workplace, anything that you find yourself striving after, if it is not done so with the mindset of how do I bring glory to God by sharing the gospel with others, then it will be absent of joy. Or perhaps it will feel like it has joy for a season, uh, but that will quickly diminish because it's, we're making it absent of God and we're making it, again, about the gift and not about the givers. So for those individuals, say, again, what is your purpose and that which you're pursuing? And always look to aim to make it, to bring glory to God by sharing the gospel with others. Yeah, keep some joyful people in your life. Yeah. You can. Keep <laughs> yeah. some around yes. just for that purpose. Yes. You know, I'm going to end on this thought. I remember watching the movie Chariots of Fire. Older movie, but if you get a chance to watch it, and it kind of is the story of an Olympic runner, and his parents were missionaries to China, and he had chosen to run as, uh, as his focus. And his sister, in one scene, she's giving him a really hard time about you need to uh, answer your call to the mission field, and she's challenging him, why do you run? And his answer always stuck with me. He says, I run because when I do, I sense the pleasure of God. And I think a lot about what you just said. If we can find our purpose 
and find that thing where you sense the pleasure of God when you are doing it, then throw yourself into it. Won't mean you won't have tough days, but it does mean you'll have joy. Pastor Dave, can you pray for us? Uh, I think we need it. <laughs> Let's do it. Father, how grateful we are that, that you are in charge and you have made it possible for us to have joy. And we pray that our lives will be such that the Spirit of God will first of all be able to work in our heart and life and produce in us through him joy. And then as we share that with others, we will see you glorified as other people are brought to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, those who will grow in the Lord. But all of that is part of the joy that you give to us to be able to minister to the life of other, lives of others. So we thank you for our time together here. And I pray if there are those who will be watching who are going through difficult times and lost along the way the joy of their salvation, that today they will find it in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation on laughter and joy. Just a little bit of a break from all of the uh, stress of the day. So go and enjoy the rest of your day. Hold your family tight. Thank God for his goodness. And we hope to see you again next time on The Link.